Hi everyone, if we haven't met before, my name's Philippa and I'm part of the team here at St Paul Shadwell. You know, I've been loving these past few weeks as we've been celebrating the birth of the church. As Jesus ascended into heaven, sent his Holy Spirit to fill his followers and continues to invite us all to be part of the incredible community that is God himself, Father, Son and Spirit. And I have to tell you that there is nothing more exciting in the world than getting to be part of the church. I'm aware every week of just how much we have to be thankful for, even now in the midst of this time of such uncertainty and upheaval. One of the best things about my job is that I get to see some of the unspoken, unseen, unseen things that go on, which people in this church have been doing to care for each other, <clears throat> to love our community and to tell others about Jesus and the hope we have in him. It's such a privilege to see the church on the move and active in our neighbourhoods and communities. So thank you for what you're doing. You're amazing. This is a great time for us to be focusing on the church and recognising with fresh eyes just how much God is doing through us and through the national and global church right now. And that's really what I wanted to help us to think a little bit about today. In a time when the church looks different to how it has ever looked before, what might God be saying to us and calling us into right now? What does he have to say about who the local church is right now and what it means to be the body of Christ during this global situation that we find ourselves in? So let me pray for us as we dig into God's word together. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come now and fill our homes and fill our hearts. Would you come and speak to us now as we focus on you, focus on your word? Might we know you better, Jesus? Amen. So for nearly a year as a family, we've been getting a fruit and veg box delivered to us every week. The great things about it are that it comes straight to my door. I don't even have to think about it or remember to order it. It just rocks up and we have fruit and veg for the week. Something I've had to learn to love about it though is the weird and wonderful stuff that I end up with in my fridge that I have no idea what to do with. Nearly a year in, uh, we're getting into it, but the struggle is still real to use up those last bits of beetroot or shard or whatever's coming. Um, I'm aware that this is a total first world problem, by the way, but um, the reason I mention it is because for the first time in my life, I started to become aware of the seasons and what food grows when. Obviously, I knew this was a thing, um, but honestly, I've never been bothered to pay attention to it before when I can always just get what I want at the supermarket at any time of year. You might not be aware then, as I wasn't, that right now we're just coming to the end of a time called the Hungry Gap, which is a time where between late April and early June, there's just not a lot to eat. Uh, the winter veg has all started to go to seed if it hasn't already been eaten, and the spring veg isn't quite ready to harvest just yet. We don't really feel the effects of the Hungry Gap much now, but it wasn't too long ago when uh, these are weeks that would have been full of old potatoes, cabbage and uh, anything you've managed to preserve over the winter to tide you over in this time. Uh, now our food is imported from all over the world, so we aren't really aware of this gap so much. 
becoming aware of this hungry gap this year for the first time has really given me something to reflect on in terms of the current situation. Because we find ourselves in this strange in-between time. The things we've been used to before are no longer as they were. But we feel like we're waiting for the next phase of life, whatever that might look like. And the question I've been asking is, what is God doing right now? What is he up to? How is he using his church? How is he using us? Because honestly, for at least the first six weeks of lockdown, I just felt like I was in a waiting room, just taking the days over until we got back to normal. Even in the busyness and the madness in our house of studying and working and looking after two small children, it just felt like a gap waiting for real life to start up again. But in the past few weeks, as I've been reflecting on that feeling and as I've been getting used to our new patterns of life for the time being, I felt God reminding me that very useful development happens in the gap. I wonder if you can think of a time in your life when you felt like you were in the gap, waiting for something beyond your control to happen. And as we've been thinking about for the past few weeks, for the disciples, after Jesus went up to heaven, as they waited for the promised Holy Spirit to come, there was a gap. We've all had times like that, a hungry gap, where we're stripped back to the basics of what we know, back to a simple diet of potatoes and cabbage, because everything else has been thrown into disarray. And I wanted to suggest to us, um, today, just two ways we could think about this time we are in right now and tune in to what God is doing in and through us. So the first one is this, we can pray that God might prosper the work of our soiled hands. There's a prayer that the Church of England has in its traditional liturgy to be used at this agricultural time and it says this, let us ask God to have mercy on our tired land and to prosper the work of our soiled hands. This is a time when we can be asking God to prosper the work of our soiled hands, the things we've been working hard and praying hard to see God do in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones, our communities, our world. We have an opportunity now to take stock and re-invite God into the things we've been working on. You know, those friends we've been praying for, the work we've been doing to draw closer to him, the communities we've been trying to support and show care for. Now is the time for us to pray, God, we've been working hard. Please prosper the work we've been doing. Jesus said this in John chapter 14. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Jesus himself said, that we will do the same works that he did on the earth and even greater and that when we ask in his name he will do it he will prosper the work of our hands 
as we've been muddying them in our hard work for the kingdom of God. And this might feel like a time right now where we are frustrated, we can't be out and about in the same way, we can't be meeting together in the same way. But maybe this is a time where we are able to simply ask God to prosper all of that work we've been doing to build his kingdom, to see fruitfulness in our families and our communities. Springtime is coming, whatever that might look like for each of us. And we have this time now where we can wait on God and ask him to prosper the work of our soiled hands, that we might start to see the fruit of our labours. But the second thing I wanted to suggest we might do during this hungry gap is to praise him for his provision, to praise him for his provision. I know that some of you are prolific gardeners and fruit and veg growers. I know some of you have allotments and balcony boxes growing all sorts. Some of you, it seems like you can just look at a pot or a flower bed and suddenly it's full of flowers or veg or whatever. But not me. I'm the person who can't keep a supermarket pot of herbs alive. Uh, we've recently been given a little kit to try to grow some strawberry plants from seed. And it couldn't be simpler. The seeds were already planted. We literally just had to water it and let it grow. But it's not going well. <laughs> Only about half of them have sprouted into anything at all. But as far as I'm concerned, that is a total miracle. Goodness knows what's going to happen to them now. I need to break them up and replant them. The second part of that Church of England prayer that I mentioned before says this, let us ask God to forgive our delusion of self-sufficiency so that we may praise him for his provision and goodness. How often do I need to remember that? Despite the hard work that I've been doing, that is good and that God calls me to, at the end of the day, it is a total miracle that I ever see any fruit. And ridding myself of the delusion of self-sufficiency is exactly what Jesus is talking about in John chapter 15, in this passage that we seem to come back to time after time. Let me read it to us again now. It says this, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as also I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Jesus is reminding each one of us today 
that it's only when we remain in him that we can do anything at all. And this isn't a magic formula, you know, that we have to pray and read the Bible a certain amount of times to make God do the things we want him to do. No, Jesus is calling us into close relationship with him, to walk and to work alongside him. When we do that, our desires begin to align with his. We start to be able to see what his vision for fruitfulness in our lives might look like. Might God be using this time for each one of us to be pruned of our delusion of self-sufficiency? Maybe God is calling us back to him, to remain in him, to praise him for his provision and goodness in our lives, whatever that looks like right now. So how can we use this hungry gap? Well, firstly, let's ask God to prosper the work of our hands to use the things we're doing in our lives, in our communities, in our workplaces, in our homes, for his glory, and that fruit might grow. But secondly, let's remember that when we think we're doing a great job on our own, we're missing the opportunity to align our desires with his. So let's allow ourselves to be pruned in this time as we wait for the hungry gap to be over. Let's ask God again, to forgive our delusion of self-sufficiency and turn to praising him for all he has given us. We can trust in his goodness, his kindness and his faithfulness. Amen.